118 days. That's how long it took for this SAG after strike to end. That's how long it took for Hollywood to get back to making the films and content that we love. 118 days. So now this podcast goes back to doing what it does best. Keeping up with the fun. From the Vault 319 recording room, this is the Tweakwell Podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm Jake Alexander, the voice in the void, the lone wolf, your favorite host with a list. Welcome to another episode of the Tweakwell Podcast. If you are a returning listener, thank you for staying with us. And if you are a new listener, um, hey, welcome and go back and listen to some of the older episodes. I'm pretty sure you'll find something that you will like and be very informed from. And if you are watching the behind the scenes episodes of footage over on uh, YouTube, uh, welcome. I'm going to try to do this a little bit more often, uh, you know, get some behind the scenes stuff so you can actually see me while I'm doing this. Uh, it's, it's not going to be much, but I'll, I'll keep posting it as often as I can. Um, besides that, it has been a very good week for all of us. This, the strike is over. The last SAG after strike is over. Um, 118 days, as I was saying in the opening monologue. And I'm surprised it was only 118 days. I really thought it was going to go to 2024, uh, maybe to like January or February. But no, it's over. Uh, the, they have a tentative deal on the table. And the last word I've had uh, this this Friday morning is that they both sides have signed off. And this is a three-year agreement. So um, I don't know all the details to it, but we're going to talk about that when we get to the news. And that's all we're doing today. We're just talking a handful of news because this week has been packed with trailers and the news of the SAG after strike coming to an end and um, just things for anime and everything. It has been so, so much. Loki ended last night with a phenomenal episode. That entire second season was just so, so good. But we're not going to talk about that. After I go see the Marvels this weekend, we will be reviewing uh, the entire Loki series. Uh, we're going to do the episode Easter eggs, and then we'll re- I will review the entire series as a whole, and I will be talking about the Marvels. I think the Marvels is going to be actually a lot better than most people think. I don't think uh, it's going to be another just uh, Marvel property thrown out there for, for you to, uh, to watch until they get to doing something else. I think this is actually going to be a very good film. Um, I'm crossing my fingers at least. It's going to be a very good film. I, I, I'm actually excited to see it. This is the first actual Marvel film I'm truly, truly excited to see uh for ever since black panther 2 i think that was the last one i was truly excited to see i wanted to see ant-man i wanted to see all the other ones but uh, i'm excited to see this one but yeah like i said a lot of news we're going to do all of that and we're going to get out here and enjoy our weekend so without any further ado let's get right into it Okay, so let's start the news off talking about, obviously, the SAG after strike. Like I said earlier, the strike is now over, and it lasted 118 days. With a tentative deal in hand, that was that deal was struck late Wednesday. 
and the strike officially actually came to an end at 12.01 a.m. on Thursday. Uh, now, it still needs to be ratified by the uh, voting body, but it does include pay bumps, protections against artificial intelligence, and streaming bonuses, which means <laughs> SAG after got exactly what they were after, and I don't understand why the studios had to do a whole roundabout type of uh, nonsense and just wind up giving them exactly what they wanted. Uh, Fran Drescher, who is president of SAG after, she told NPR in, a, in an interview uh, just Thursday morning that the breakthrough moment was basically them talking about ai going into the future and that they that both sides really understood that it may help us right now or it may help studios make money later on but when people start getting ai into their own hands and then they start pirating everything then you're going to be able to have you're going to have to be able to be a cohesive unit the actors and the studios together in order to stop piracy and in order to get protections through the government and i guess that kind of triggers something in the studio heads um in in their head basically and told them that yeah we might want to do exactly what the actors want so hey man sag after one wga one and now hollywood can get back to doing what they do uh other good news from this week we've got a ton of new trailers and a lot of first looks uh it seems like as soon as the deal was um uh, ratified or not ratified as soon as the deal was handed down and both sides came to that tentative agreement floodgates opened up and we just started getting trailers and first look images one after another um and they all dropped re like repeatedly throughout the throughout the week ever since that happened uh first we got a trailer for ghostbusters frozen empire which is going to drop march 29th 2024 that trailer looks phenomenal it looks like they mashed up the last three uh, uh ghostbuster movies going all the way back to the original guys um they kind of mixed the storylines together and came up with a new film and it looks absolutely phenomenal if you want to see the trailer uh, a cut of it will be on the instagram page which you can check out later on we also got a trailer for the horror film thanksgiving coming from eli roth now thanksgiving this movie started out as a spoof from quentin tarantino's grindhouse duology remember those two movies so there was a trailer that eli roth made to be played in between the two movies and it was just a spoof well eli roth went back and turned that spoof trailer into a full-fledged movie so now we're going to get a full-fledged film it looks campy it looks just completely ridiculous but it looks fun think of krampus but you know for thanksgiving so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that we also got a trailer for inside out 2 and we're going to get a new emotion this go around which is anxiety uh mindy kaling and i've uh, i want to say jack black i forgot i believe those are the two those two are out and they have two other actors replacing them as voice uh voice actors in this new film i don't know how that's going to go over with fans uh because inside out the first one it was very dependent on that original voice cast everybody liked it because that original voice cast was just so so good so i don't know if maybe that will turn people off from going to see this one i i don't i'm going to go see it either way let's hope the voice acting is just as good as the first uh but netflix by itself would not be outdone this week with all of the trailers and the first looks we are we wind up getting a first look teaser picture for avatar and then we wind up getting a teaser trailer for the avatar series that that's going to debut february 22nd 2024 and it looks absolutely perfect the original guys who did the cartoon uh, did the animated series i just say let's not call it a cartoon uh but yeah who did the original animated series on nickelodeon they are show running they are writing they brought back a bunch of people from that show for this it, they even brought back if from what i was told they even brought back a handful of the composers to write music for this all new music so i am i got a feeling this one is going to follow the in the steps of one piece uh, me and willie talked about this before uh, when we were talking about one piece oddly enough that this one was going to look at everything one piece did 
did and retool and redo it and i think this is going to take uh live action adaptations for animated uh series uh to another level even above one piece so i'm looking forward to that we also got word that arcane season two will start airing november 2024 i don't want to wait that long but i guess we have to we got to wait till next year uh all the way to real estate that's a full year we have to wait for the uh, next season of arcane but i'll wait i'll wait because i really do want to see it uh netflix also dropped the trailer for ultraman their new animated series which looks a whole lot of fun ultraman is one of those og type of things that if you know it you know it if you don't you don't uh i think this is going to go a long way to gaining new fans for it because it looks like a lot of fun we also got word that jurassic park will have a new series it's going to be called chaos theory that's coming out in 2024 uh i don't remember if it said if it was going to be live action or if it was going to be animated i got a feeling it's going to be animated if it's coming out in 2024 um we also got a trailer for a handful of anime we got uh the dragon prince zadia orion and the dark blood of zeus season two and we got scott pilgrim um of uh, scott pilgrim versus the world and that trailer actually that tr starts that series starts november 17th uh this year so that's this next week so start looking out for that i can't wait to see that and uh last but not not least for netflix we got a trailer for sweet home too which looks absolutely phenomenal i cannot wait to see how that's going to be i love sweet home uh that was just a lot of that's a, a big fun series i hope that was going to do um other good news from this week like i said I'm, I'm pretty much all the news is good um we got a new legend of zelda live action movie coming so this was revealed by nintendo actually just before uh we found out that the sag after strike was coming to an end um this is like i said revealed by nintendo it will be directed by west ball if that name sounds familiar he's uh the director for the forthcoming planet of the apes movie and he has direct he directed the maze runner trilogy movie so he knows what he's doing when it comes to uh, films like this uh it's also going to be produced and helped directed by uh, shigeru miyamoto who is the creator of the zelda franchise in the first place and avia rad who has helped produce god knows how many marvel properties and sony properties that has to do with marvel and other things along the way he has done a ton of stuff uh, he's had more hits than misses so even if somebody doesn't like what he does you gotta admit the man has a golden touch here and there um and the crazy thing about this actually is that nintendo and sony are actually working together to produce this with nintendo taking up more than 50 percent of the uh of the production budget so this looks like sony starting to understand that hey we don't have to do all the heavy lifting let the people who actually own the properties do the heavy lifting we'll chip in some money that we'll take our cut on the end we can make money without actually having to do anything that sounds familiar it's pretty much exactly what they did with spider-man uh in, inside of the mcu all those all of those last couple of spider-man movies and appearances were all all the heavy lifting was done by kevin feige and his people and sony just basically chipped in and said yeah you know go ahead and use the property so i guess sony is starting to understand we don't have to do everything but uh it's still in development stage miyamoto has said that the strike ending could expedite things but it's still a long way off just be patient and we'll get it um and a, a question i'm trying to figure out is are we seeing nintendo drop the ip wall because remember nintendo used to never want to like work with anybody or license their property out to anybody they wanted to do everything themselves keep everything in house but with them working sony could we be seeing the ip wall drop and then nintendo will start letting their ip go to other platforms can you imagine if maybe zelda with sony owning playstation zelda a, a zelda game on playstation or maybe you, you never know i mean metroid on playstation pc xbox who knows what the future could hold with something like that um and just a thought if they're going to do a live action remember these these two characters link and zelda and zelda's the lady for those people who don't know link is the actual dude that you actually get to play with in the game um 
maybe these two names could play the two characters. Timothy Chalamet for Link and Emilia Clark for Zelda. I'm just saying, could work. Maybe it won't. It's just my two picks right now. That could change. Give me some latitude for later on. Um, this may sound like bad news, but this is actually good news. And I'll tell you why in a second. So Warner Brothers has, has decided to shelve the Coyote versus Acme movie. Um, they they basically had already dropped 70 million or around 70 million for this movie, which was supposed to be half live action, half animated feature. Uh, they're going to take a tax write off and get back 30 million dollars uh, as a loss which boggles the mind, but that's how taxes work, whatever. Um, and it basically mirrors the exact same treatment that Batgirl got in last year in 2022. Now, the movie is said that it was supposed to be Coyote versus Acme was set uh, to center around the classic characters, Wiley Coyote, Roadrunner, we already know. And, Ro and basically, Wiley Coyote gets fed up with his failed attempts to catch the Roadrunner, and he starts to blame Acme for all of their, uh, their inventions that he keeps buying for them going awry and never helping. So he hires a lawyer to sue Acme for all of the losses that he's had the, his lawyer would be played by Forte and Acme's lawyer would be played by John Cena and it's basically just back and forth in court and out of court to see who actually wins this case that sounded great to me now it getting cancelled you might be asked well how is this good news well I think this will eventually get David Zaslev forced out and we want David Zaslev gone he just doesn't like anything he just doesn't like anything fun really if you really look at it he doesn't like anything fun i think a lot of stars especially with somebody like will forte and john cena i think you get a lot of stars to complain a lot louder about how he deals with things and especially with the, the with the uh contracts for the wga and sag after i think i think those calls for things like like nope he gotta go he's part of the problem he's messing up everything that we've worked so hard for and the um and the agreements that we've come to he has to go and i think the board of directors will eventually tell him all right like look you either stop canceling things or you gotta go it's going to be one or the other then they'll promote somebody from inside to run the company and they'll be a little bit more friendly to actors and writers and then maybe we actually will get uh coyote versus uh acme and uh batgirl somewhere down the line even if it's on straight to dvd i'll take that too because i really do want to see both of them uh superman legacy got good news and it's saying that the production can start that's coming directly from james gunn i, I i'm not really excited because i've said a hundred times that uh they need to pivot away from doing superman and batman and wonder woman and all these other ones they need to focus on smaller characters like blue beetle like uh green lantern maybe smoke focus on these other characters and let them have some shine and that would actually help dc in the long run but let's see how it goes i, I i'm wondering how it's going to be james gunn actually knows what he's doing so this i got a feeling superman legacy is actually going to be pretty good um more good news but from the marvel side scarlett johansson will return to the mcu and that's confirmed directly from kevin feige but she's not going to be returning this black widow so don't get your hopes up about that that's not what she's going to do is it says that she will be working with the mcu with other properties i'm guessing it's going to be as a producer because remember that was part of her contract before the black widow movie came out and then everything with black widow shook out with them sending it to streaming and this that and the other and she just got it just this whole thing remember she had to sue and basically she basically got shoveled off to you know to die in the corner but now with all the new uh new contracts in places like she's going to return and it looks like they're going to try to make it right with her somehow or another and that that's good uh, as, as much as scarlett johansson did for the mcu they can do it do right by her now again this is going to sound like bad news but it's actually good news and i'll tell you why again so marvel has decided to delay deadpool 3 
Captain America 4 and the Thunderbolts film. Uh, Captain America 4 has said to been going through extensive reshoots. Now, you're telling me that, that, yo, this doesn't sound good. No, actually, this is very good. Number one, this shows that Kevin Feige and the company are listening to us. Reshoots means that the film is going to be better. They tested, uh, they tested Captain America 4 and part of the Thunderbolts. It wasn't received well, and they decided to go back in and shoot things based on the foot based on the feedback that they got so that means the films are going to be better period it also means that space that that the films are going to take longer to get to us which means that all the marvel content will be more spaced out that's going to help with burnout not just for marvel but for all comic book films that's always a good thing i know for a lot of people that sounds like it's bad but it's not we want these films more spaced out we want more content but we want them to be higher quality the only way that that's going to happen is if they delay a few things and we actually get reshoots that's just the only way it's going to be so while this sounds like a bad thing them being delayed is actually very good <laughs> believe me you just gonna have to take my word for it um the film studio a24 which is probably my favorite film studio over the past year year and a half maybe the last two years really um they have decided to go full on with doing more mainstream films which we talked about a few weeks ago um the zone of it they have films like the zone of interest iron claw problemista and tuesday and janet planet uh th those are just upcoming they have 16 films out already in tw just 2023 alone including the hit horror film talk to me um it's always good to see smaller studios start to gain traction that number one that bodes well for the film industry overall when uh smaller studios get to pull out more content um but it, and it's better that they do because it puts pressure on the larger studios to do non-big budget films right um i love movies in general i don't just love marvel and uh, nerdy stuff i love movies in general but when the larger studios are only doing big budget films we miss out on smaller films think about it like this where would friday be if Lionsgate didn't do smaller budget films because let's be for real friday was is a classic movie whether you consider it a classic black movie or a classic comedy it's still a classic movie but it would have never gotten done if we would have left it up to big budget studios to produce it it would have never gotten made it it took Lionsgate to take a chance and say hey this movie is actually good this script is good the people behind it are doing the work let's do this movie and let's get it put out we would have never gotten friday it, without it think about how many classic smaller budget films we would have never seen if the smaller studios had never gotten a chance to do them you want studios like a24 to do as many movies as they possibly can and you want to support them because it allows all of us to have better films and better better overall movie watching experience in theater i don't want everything on streaming i know a lot of people are are just all in for streaming and want it all there and then they can get it whenever they want it but the problem with streaming is you don't always get what you want you may want something but if streaming decides that hey we're not just not going to show it to you uh you're out of luck then then what we need the in theater experience to flourish a24 looks like they're uh they're leading the pack in order to getting that done and i know that sounds like i'm backtracking against what i said about martin scorsese but it's not i said from jump street he's right about one thing we do need smaller films but he's wrong about the problem being comic book movies that's not the problem the problem is the studios are getting in the way and we need to support smaller budget films in order for it to be a well-rounded in theater experience uh, that's all the news we're going to do and uh, I hope you all enjoyed the news I'm going to take a break real quick then we're going to do the last call then we're out of here for the weekend
So that's it, and that's all. It's time for our last call. I want to thank each and every single one of you for tuning in to check out this potent little podcast. You didn't have to, but I truly appreciate it. I don't care if it's one, five, ten, a hundred, or a thousand of you. I say it each and every week, and I mean it each and every single time I say it. Uh, I want you to enjoy your weekend, man. Get out there and see the Marvels, which is actually part of our weekend watch list. As a matter of fact, let's just check in with our weekend watch list. Um, our film pick is obviously the Marvels. It's in theaters. I am going to go see that. I will be talking about it and Loki, the last episode and the entire season, uh, season two. Next time I catch up with you. Um, also, for our film pick, The League, which is a, a documentary that's on Hulu, which is talking about the Negro Leagues. And uh, they're talking to a bunch of uh, former players, actually, from the Negro League. And they actually have a bunch of archival footage that they finally found and that they can show to us. I, it's going to be phenomenal. I love the history of the Negro Leagues. I love baseball in general. So this is going to be a great documentary for me to watch. Our animation and our series pick are actually, uh, they coincide. So I'm going to keep up with Invincibles. I've seen part of the first episode. It's only going to be four. This new episode is out now. I'm going to go watch the first one over completely, then watch the second one. And I'm also going to check in with Gen V. I've been meaning to watch it, um, but I wanted to wait until it was done uh, uh, releasing all the episodes. And I'm going to watch them all together. Um, I'm, I got a feeling I'm going to enjoy it phenomenally. When I'm done watching it, we'll talk about whether whether I liked it or not and how much I liked it or not. If so, but that's it for now. I want you to all get out there and enjoy yourselves. Remember, if you're feeling alone, you're never alone. If you feel like you're going to do something, just pick up the phone, dial or text 988 from your phone. There's always somebody there to talk to. You are never alone. Don't do anything that may hurt yourself or anybody else out there this weekend. Just enjoy yourself and stay safe. Keep your family and friends safe. And we will end this episode the same way we do every single episode. So for my producer, Nikki Reverend, for everybody watching and listening at home, God bless. I love you and peace. See you next time.